Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bail, bail, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tow I'll make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win, don't anticipate loss Mind always in the clown, my boy, never think about the drop Never, ever, ever think about the drop Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT Show. I am MKT. What a what a hell of a weekend. Rugby World Cup's on. Um, I've gone out probably in the last four days more than I've gone out in the whole year, maybe. Uh, been incredible. Got some friends in town from Lithuania. You know, in Johannesburg, South Africa. So, hell of a weekend. Not really my thing that's going out there. But great to see human beings doing well, and obviously Rugby World Cup underway. Literally, as you hear me recording this, I came back from watching the Springboks. Good fun. Good fun. They won 18-3. That's what matters. I'll leave it there. <laughs> I'll leave it there. If you if you want to know my real thoughts, you can check out my latest tweet at MKT Inspires. It does include Marnie Leibok. But I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. The box one. Let's celebrate that. Didn't play well. We keep moving. 15-point victory against a confident Scotland who... Nah. They, they ain't it, fam. They ain't it, cuz. They ain't it. Should have been a red card there, by the way, Finn Russell. Any who. What are we doing today? I'm doing where, uh, where I was right, where I was wrong. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I do that every sort of Monday podcast... Uh, I say where I was right, where I was wrong. Uh, listen, I- I'm a guy who's going to make big predictions. I'm a guy who's going to make big predictions. And I've, I've made one here. I thought, uh, well, I've made a couple. But I'll tell you three things where I was right, three things where I was wrong. Um, you know, you you got to make big calls in life. you got to make big calls in life. If you don't, you'll never go ask that girl, that guy, you know. Tell you a story that happened today. Loved it for this lady. I was with a friend of mine. He's a good-looking guy. You know, we were out watching the rugby together. And I was getting in. So I said, hey, I'm going to get the Uber. And because the guy was taking forever to bring the card machine. It's busy. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Our service was great. So can't blame the guy. But he did take forever. I went to the bathroom. I came back. Bathroom's miles away. I come back. Still haven't got the card machine, even though we asked for the bill like 15 minutes ago. Okay. Whatever, it's busy, it's the first week, they'll scale, you know, they'll scale, they'll scale and realize it's the Rugby World Cup. Not the point of the story. On my way out, right, so now I've got the Uber, my mate's kind of inside, outside, paying, you know, we've just finished paying the bill, but he's kind of inside saying cheers to the waitron or the waiter, I don't know what's PC to say about a man who serves people at a restaurant, Anywho, he says, he's on his way out. Lady comes up to him uh, and goes, excuse me. And then I didn't really hear the chitter chatter because I'm like, okay, I've already called an Uber. He's one minute away. Bongani was the name of the driver. Bongani is one minute away. So good old Bongani is pulling up. And I'm like, hey, that lady over there wants to talk to you, talks to my friend and says, hey, my friend really likes you. 
<laughs> funny story happened. There was a lady sitting with, I think, a partner or whatever, said, oh, not me, not me, because she was sitting behind, you know, or she was sitting in front of the lady that this friend was pointing at. So what's happened in this story is my point about making a big call was that this friend saw my friend lingering around inside because the guy took so long to do the bill or get, get us the card machine that her friend saw him through the window and she essentially came to my friend and said, hey, my friend likes you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, I'm all about romance, but Bongani's one minute away. So get that done. He goes and gets her number because her friend made an aggressive big call, which I thought fantastic. So I make big calls and I tell you where I was right, where I was wrong. In this case, listen, let's hope the lady was right. My mate got her number. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm not going to keep you updated. It's his private life. But point is that her friend made a big call. The, the right call, by the way. Get aggressive. What's the worst my mate's going to say? No. Love it. Absolutely loved it. But because I'm the best person I know, I'll also tell you where I was wrong. So MKT was right, MKT was wrong. Then we'll talk Jaden Sancho. I think it's a, it's a seminal moment for me for Manchester United. If they want to turn the leaf, it's been a decade now of mediocrity and and failure, quite frankly, by Manchester United standards. So listen, let's all be very clear. Like every good person, I hate Manchester United. But they are the animal in town, right? Like we know, that's the big bad wolf. They, it ruined all of our childhoods. Fergie ruined my childhood. They're the guys. So in my mind, if you're 37, if you were born in the 80s, you know that United, that's the mandate. Their standards are different from everybody else's. What has happened in the last decade, I don't care how ardent a Man United fan you are, has been a catastrophe. But I think... It's important how they handle the Jaden Sancho situation, and I'll talk about that. And then we'll finish off with the mailbag. So listen, obviously the Springboks played last night. If you're in South Africa, or wherever you are in the world, if you like rugby, and you know what? This doesn't actually just apply to a rugby World Cup where your rugby teams play. Last night, you went out with the boys, and you told her, you know what? I'm just going to go for a drink. I'm going to watch the game, but I'll have one drink, and then I'll be home. And then, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. Oh, Brute, just have another beer. Have one more beer. Brute, just have another. Listen, we're having a quick shot as well. Before you know it, you're three drinks in. I mean, you're Ubering home. But it's Sunday night. And you promised your lady you're going to be home in time so that you guys can watch two episodes of your Netflix show. But it's... It's half past 11. You're only getting home half past 11. Five drafts in, three shots in, and she's in bed now. It's big problems. It's Monday morning. She's ignored you. She didn't even make you your favorite breakfast that she normally does on a Monday. You know why? Let the team down. You got over-exuberant. The Springboks are not an excuse. You promised her that these two soppy love story things that you hate you but that's your show right like there's a there's a there's a price to pay either for being single or being in a relationship you're paying a price either way none, none of them are good if you're in a relationship you're gonna have to watch some crappy rom-coms but no you decided the boy said three Jägermeisters come on bro fell for the pressure listen peer pressure we, we all fall for it you know what'll make you feel better if you go and rate the show 
Go and rate the MKT show. Give us a five-star rating. It'll make up for your girlfriend absolutely hating you right now. She absolutely hates you. She's fuming. She even left early so she didn't have to talk to you until she's calmed down. But it'll make you feel better. Just go rate the show. Give us a five-star rating. Because you were that guy last night. You were that guy. Listen, I don't blame you. But to make up for being a terrible boyfriend for those hours, because, you know, one bit of behavior doesn't change your character. You're probably a good boyfriend overall. You just didn't deliver yesterday. But it'll make you feel better. Go give the M- uh, the MKT show a five-star rating. It's what you want to do. It'll make you feel so much better. Leave a review. I like this show. I don't like this show. You know, I, I like milk tart. If you're not South African, milk tart is a delicacy here. It's basically a heart attack in tinfoil. Depending how it's served. Some people might just make it at home. Then it's not in tinfoil. It's a dessert, like milk tart. I, leave that as a review. Would be much appreciated. Good song. Good song. All right, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Listen, I'm a big cricket fan, man. And the Proteas are... I can't be angry at it. You know, my mother raised me when you expect things. So let's say somebody drinks a lot when you get into a relationship with them. You're not allowed to be angry 12 months into the relationship that this person drinks a lot. You knew what they were. You should be angry at yourself. Like, I've watched the Proteus just devolve and just become an absolute mess over the last decade. There's no more fitness standards. Listen, guys, it's all about fat shaming. You're in elite sport here. Why is Magala even... Why is Temba Bavuma being considered for the team? He, like, listen, man. L- let's put aside people who have problems and stress and anxiety and, you know, whatever it may be that's making you as a normal citizen listening to this overweight. I'm talking about who's someone whose job it is. Like, what are they doing on a Thursday morning? Because they should be doing extra fitness classes. Bavuma, Ngiti, and Magala. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing that you're overweight as cricketers. Right? And I don't subscribe to, yeah, but they perform. Firstly, they don't. But I don't, I've never subscribed to, it's why I could never fully buy into probably the greatest cricketer statistically of all time in Jacques Callis, Mark Boucher, and even Graham Smith. And, and that's the greatest era of protea cricket ever. But overweight, as a sportsman, you've lost me. Unless you're a sumo wrestler, I'm not interested. But what it tells me is they're not serious. They're not serious. You don't see anyone in the Australian team overweight. You don't. In the 90s, maybe. But in the noughties, Steve Waugh wasn't having it. The only one who was allowed to. The only one. And there is always an exception to the rule. Is Shane Warne. He's the greatest bowler of all time. Of all time, ever. There's never been a human being that's ever lived that's bowled a cricket ball that's been better than this one person you kind of let him go have sex orgies and bowl flippers and have a, a spare tire. That's what we call a big stomach in uh, South Africa. But the Proteas, I, I'm a process guy. 
I'm not an outcomes-based person. So the fact that there's no fitness standards and there's even... The fact that we had to negotiate to get Magala in is disgusting. Why am I fitter than a protea? Why? Like, I'm 37. I'm old. I'm decrepit. I would lap most of those proteas in a four-minute test time or 4K test time. It, it, or I think it's, is it 1K or 4K? The, what, the test that do, whatever. The 1K, 500 meters, 800 meters, I would lap every single protea. Maybe David Miller. And even then, I think the shape I'm in right now, I'm probably fitter than any protea. Why? That's not a flex on my part. Why am I taking my physical health more seriously than them? I've got no time for the proteas. You know, I'm a very stubborn person. Like very, very. It's 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 actually it's something I have to work on. But one of my things that I just can't move off. If you don't take me seriously, right? I'm never gonna take you seriously. But even more than that, and I can say this easily because I was this person for most of my life. If you don't take yourself seriously, why should we? Why should hard working South Africans pay six hundred Rand for a supporter shirt? Pay 300 Rand to go and watch you play. Why? People work so hard for their money. And you've got a captured audience, by the way. But the reason people don't watch and they don't pay is, bro, we can see your stomachs. We don't have to be fit. You. That's your job. It's your only job. It's embarrassing. And I've watched it. So I'm not upset. I just find it weird that South Africans are upset at how bad the proteas are. It's like, of course, the admins are shambles. There's no captain. Bavuma's not a captain. You're joking. If you think Timber Bavuma should be the captain of anything, like he's a mediocre test player and I don't really know what he's doing in the other formats. Like, obviously, I know it's complicated. You know, listen, he's black. Most people can't say this. It's complicated. He's got like a 30 batting test average. And then... He's doing what he shouldn't want in cricket, but he's not like averaging 55. He's, you know, we're not, we're not talking about Steve Waugh here. You know, it's not Damian Martin. It's not Matthew Hayden. It's like, considering how long he's been playing, what's he got? Like 900s in one day cricket. Bro, come on. You open the batting. You'd be on like 15, 20 hundreds by now. But whatever. Uh, I can't take the proteas seriously because they don't take themselves seriously. And I'm just that kind of person, man. One of the things I try to do, right, in my personal capacity, in whatever way I can, I try and take myself seriously. It's nobody else's job to take me seriously. And I certainly don't expect people to take me seriously if I don't take myself seriously. So they're not serious. You can't get, what do you mean you can't get fit? And you're making excuses for Makala being overweight. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Let's let's not get emotional. What's the standard? You know, <laughs> old Rosie, I, I speak about her a lot. About to turn, she's turning 94, 95 this year. I can't remember. But, you know, she says the difference between me and my father. She, she knows my father since way back when her husband mentored my dad. But she says, you know, Junior, the difference between you and your father is you like to negotiate with the rules. And I know what she means. I know what she means. My, my, my dad's a stickler for rules. But I get it. 
Like, that's the rule. You've got to run whatever it may be, a four-minute kilometer or whatever it is. If you can't do that, we're not negotiating, making it 4.15, which I, I think there's no way Magala ran that test and passed. There's no way at that weight. Absolutely not. If there's one thing I know, it's running. Like, I'm a 3.45 minute. I, my, my, right now, I can run a 3.45, 3 minute 45, single K. Ran one the other day. So I know what it takes. Like I, And I'm in great shape. I've been trying to get in the shape for 10 years. Plus, it's not like I'm a bum. I Genetically, I'm a professional sportsman when I was 20. So I've got the genetics. So I understand like how to push it. I'm 3.45 right now. I'm running a 3 minute 45. There's no way Magala's doing that. So they've wangled him in. And you expect to win. What a joke. If you're a South African, I, like, I don't expect you to be upset. And if you're upset, you should be upset with yourself for expecting them to be anything but terrible. They're terrible. 3.92 Australian made. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. From top to bottom, rotten. Rotten. But I'm not upset. I'm just gobsmacked that people are upset. What did you expect? It's weird, man. It's weird. I just want to touch on this one. See, people are calling for Gareth Southgate to be out again. Why? World Cup semi-final and a, and a Euro final. Those are his last two tournaments. Right? Like, what are you talking about? Italy didn't even make the last World Cup. They just lost Mancini. They're not going to make the Euros. What are, we, what are we doing? If you're England, like, Southgate's boring. He's solid. But he puts you in the mix. Puts you in the mix. Don't you want to win? I don't know why people hate Gareth Southgate so much. Like, I, I get it. He's very conservative. I, I don't think he's ever going to win anything. But he puts you in the mix. Listen, Hansi Flick just got fired by Germany today. Is that what you want? I don't get the hate of Gareth Southgate. Like, he's corporate. So the FA loves that. It's the wealthiest FA in the world, football association in the world. Why would they want someone to come and tell them what to do? It's the old school bureaucracy. They may, they're going to make their money anyway. They know. The English FA know they're going to make money anyway. Why would you fire Gareth Southgate, who does exactly what you want, and is getting terrific results at the high end? What are we doing? What are we doing? Is this Vibes FC? What do you expect Gareth Southgate to do? He's going to qualify comfortably for the Euros, which I'm going to, by the way. No big deal. Don't think I'll go to all of it. Looked at the calendar. Probably just the last 16. Onwards. Be in Germany. You know what I mean? Catch up with the Mandy. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. What, what a year 2024 is going to be for me. Cannot wait. Some of the plans. Can't wait to share with people. You know, Cannot wait to share with people what I've got planned for next year. Oh, salivate. But don't fire Southgate. What are we talking? Unbelievable. Listen, Brazil last won the World Cup 2002. That's Brazil. They haven't even been in the final since then. You know what I'm saying? You're England. Like, relax. Southgate's doing a fine job. Makes you money, doesn't cause trouble, the sponsors love him. What do you want? He makes World Cup semis, semi-final, Euro final. They're talking like they're Argentina. You know? They're talking like they're France. They're not. 
you lost one in 1966. FYI. I don't know what's going on there. There's no way I'd fire. Guess I'll get. Listen, slide in the DMs. MKT inspires your thoughts on the Proteas. Do you think Tevin Babavuma is good enough to be in the team? Should he be captain? Are you upset as a Proteus fan? Do you have hope? And uh, listen, you might disagree with me vehemently. You might say, you know what? It's important that South Africa has a black captain. Regardless of results. Regardless of performance. Who cares if he's fat? Listen, fair enough. Maybe I'm not revolutionary enough. I'm not transformative enough. And listen, it is necessary, I think, you know. But I'd rather do it the the Springbok way than the Protea way. Like, with the Springboks, and I know this to be a fact because I've been in the room when he said it, Rassi Rasmus said, listen, guys, transformation is what we have to do. Now all the unions are fighting among us. He's like, guys, we have to transform. But then he said, uh, but the standard is the standard. This is the Springboks. So when look on your arm on these guys and see how Khaleesi's the captain is, great. These guys are talented, but gents, when you get in here, this is the Springboks here. We don't, this is not Bafana Bafana. He didn't say that, but he said, and, and Rassi wasn't putting it on, right? In the meetings I was in that he was talking about this is, look, we have to transform. Transformation has to happen, but the standard is the standard. And you see what the Springboks are. You see what it is. Now, Now the Springboks is transformation. Because what you're saying is not just black players. The standard is going to exist for everyone who's in this room. So I don't even think, and I don't know Rassi Rasmus. I don't really think he's into the black guy, white guy thing. He's like, can you meet the standard? Just let's start there. If you're going to come in here, can you meet the standard? Can you deliver 80% of the time? That's all Rassi is interested in. Black, white, eek. Oh, you know? Now that's transformation. There's not a single person who can tell me you're South African, you watch the Springboks, and you now even. When was the last time you watched the Springboks and thought about, oh, that's a colored wing? What are their representation numbers? You know why? They're standards. They're standards in the Springboks. And you know what the standards are? It's not black standards, it's Springbok standards, it's international setting standards. The Proteas is a shambles. You can't have, you can't have Magala because he's black, lower the standard for him. You cannot. The standard is the standard. Ask Rassi Erasmus, guys. The transformation has to happen. If you're South African, it has to happen. Like, get over that. There's no meritocracy. It has to happen. But the standard must not, uh, the transformation should not happen. At the compromise of the standard. That, that one we cannot, we cannot allow. Because then what are we saying? Are we saying black people are not capable of playing up to the standard? Because that's really what the Proteas are saying. Whether, I don't care how revolutionary you are or not. The Proteas, by letting three black players be overweight, are saying they, the black people, can't match up to the standard that was set before for white players. That's really what they say. Whether you like, whether you want to hear it or not. And that's disgusting, isn't it? Like that's, they, they call that the bigotry of low expectations. It's terrible. It's terrible for everyone. It's terrible for everyone. Because everyone, you, you, you know what every single South African wants to do? Right? We just want to get behind people that are committed to elite standards. Because you know why? You are paid to be an elite sportsman. 
Nothing else. So when you're a hero, we expect more of you because you're earning 5 million rand a year of our money, by the way. It's tax money. We pay for that. Our eyeballs from the sponsorship at SuperSport comes from us. So we should complain when we don't see an elite standard. And, it, and as a, I mean, revolting. MKT inspires. MKT at the MKT show. Your thoughts. There's, listen, I know there's going to be people who work in environments here where you've got to transform and some people have embraced it and you, you go, listen, if you're a chartered accountant, we don't want to hear, nobody cares your story about being from Maravastat. No one cares. Can you do the board exam? Because the board exam is not changing whether your surname is Khan, Mohammed, Kuzwayo. It's not changing. The board exam is the board exam. And we've seen every color under the sun do that. Why is the protest treated different? At MKT Inspires. MKT at the MKT show. If I'm being myopic, you might say, ah, come on, chief. You're being one of those guys. One of those black guys from the suburbs. Let me know. Hit me up. MKT at the MKT show. Should England fire Southgate, by the way? What do you think? I'm seeing everyone in England going berserk. It's absolutely nuts, I think. All right, let's get into the show. Um, thought I'd start off with that. I'll start off with where I was right, where I was wrong. Incredible weekend. All right? Incredible weekend of sport. Loved it. Loved it. Loved the rugby. Loved the tennis was great. Coco. Uh, Novak will play South African time. Uh, 1 1 a.m. I think or later this evening whenever it is so that'd be nice Medvedev I think he plays in the final interesting times so I, I, I had a good one had a nice training weekend had a good lunch so I had a really good weekend but now it's time to tell you where I was right where I was wrong okay let's start off with where I was right um, the Proteas are an absolute joke to concede 392 at home with an Australian side that's been patched together Labuschagne who's not even going to the World Cup, by the way, embarrassing. Complete and utter embarrassment. But this is what happens when you have no standards. Right? When you allow the standard to slip, the standard is the standard. The proteas are an absolute joke. I've been saying it for years. I've been saying it for years. I was absolutely right. The proteas, an absolute joke. Where I was wrong, England beat Argentina easily with 14 men. Absolutely incredible. I thought Argentina's pack were going to decimate England. England said, no way. That's our thing. We British Bulldogs. I was absolutely wrong there. England beat Argentina easily. Didn't concede a try. With 14 men, basically for the whole rugby match. For nonsense red card, by the way. Shout out to England. Shout out to George Ford. Absolutely incredible performance on the right boot there. The drop kick. You don't see many of those anymore. Incredible intelligence from the man to deliver from there. Where I was right, Man United are five years away. All sorts of turmoil over the last month. And you just can't win. You know, I've always said, where there's chaos, there cannot be victory. Very few people can flourish in chaos. I was right, Manchester United are five years away from competing. Forget winning the league. Absolutely right there. Where I was wrong, France beat the New Zealand international men's rugby team. It's not the All Blacks. 
The All Blacks is a name reserved for the greats in the black jersey. This is not the All Blacks. It is the New Zealand International Men's Senior Rugby Team. France were in third gear. France were in third gear and humiliated the New Zealand International Senior Men's Rugby Team. Absolutely incredible. I was wrong. I thought the Southern Hemisphere power would overpower France. France's second team, by the way, they've had three enormous injuries. Absolutely embarrassing. It's the worst New Zealand International Men's Senior Rugby Team I have seen since I've been alive. I've been watching rugby since I was six years old. I was at the final in 95 when Mitiba and Francois Pina lifted the trophy. This is the worst New Zealand international men's rugby team, senior rugby team I've ever seen. This is the worst year. Ian Foster, it is the worst. That's where I was wrong. France beat New Zealand easily. Where I was right... Jordan Sancho was a problem at Dortmund. I remember I said it when we were still in Morningside in the studios there. I said, when he had the haircut in lockdown, and remember he got suspended at Dortmund, I said, oh, that's a guy who thinks he's above the rules. Listen, I know they're young people, but one of the reasons you are rewarded more at a young age, and I can talk to this as a boozer who was a footballer, was that you are rewarding the guys for talent. That's just a part of it. Of course you're talented if you're there. We're rewarding you for your ability to be disciplined enough. And when he showed you that I'm going to go for a haircut in lockdown, I don't care what Dortmund or Germany's rules are. He thought he was better than everyone. And you know when people think, oh, she cheated on him with me, but she'll stay with me. Oh my God, I can't believe she did it to me. You know that situation where she cheated to be with you and then she cheats on you as well and you act surprised. Don't be surprised when Jaden Sanchez acting out. We're going to talk about Sancho in a little bit. I was dead right. I told you when he was at Dortmund. Man United, stay away from him. But people always think, if I just get her in-house, I'll fix her. She won't be for the streets with me. Jaden Sancho, I was absolutely right. Where I was wrong, um, Manny Libok cannot kick. And I thought he turned the corner. But if you go and check out my latest tweet about Manny Libok. I said months ago, bring Horsen. I was wrong. Horsen should have been here. I thought, listen, against New Zealand, he turned it a little bit. I thought, okay, big game, pressure. I was wrong. Libok's not ready. Listen, against Ireland, against France, even against the New Zealand international senior men's rugby team, if you miss 11 points on the boot, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. Scotland are a joke. Scotland are a joke. But you can't miss 11 points in the Rugby World Cup. And I said this months ago. If you listen to the podcast, I said I don't want Leibok because number one, he has no tactical kicking game. And you saw that today. The Springboks dominated and he doesn't play to a pattern and he has no tactical kicking game. So even when we're dominating, he, he keeps wanting to spread it even if Scotland are defending well. In that first half, just pin them in their half kick it out and compete with the line which was struggling to so play in their 22 and let them throw defensive line outs in there you saw we were turning over every second line I was wrong Leibok hasn't turned a corner but I, I was wrong but I was right in the beginning that's where I was right that is where I was wrong remember to like share subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast 
please do share. Tell a friend. Be a friend. Tell a friend. The MKT Show available wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. Slide in the DMs at MKT Inspires. Where are you watching the Rugby World Cup? Are you interested? Wherever you are in the world, because there's people all over the world who listen to the podcast, does your country have rugby? What do you think of rugby? Is it... You know what? Maybe you'd like me to explain some things because rugby is quite complicated. I love rugby. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I can do a little segment on here where I explain certain things. And I'll try and explain it as simply as possible. Um, And as the great Albert Einstein, one of my heroes said is, if you can't explain something simply, it means you don't understand it well enough. So if I can't simplify it, it means I don't understand it. And then you can call me a liar. Call me out, you know? At MKT Inspires, where are you in the world? Are you watching rugby? Who are you watching rugby with? Where are you watching? How are you watching? Are you watching with the mandem, with the missus? You know, whatever team you support, wherever country you're from, how are you taking in the World Cup? Would love to hear how people are enjoying this massive occasion because it is massive. Like the Rugby World Cup, as much as rugby is a tiny sport, it's still sick, right? It's like it's still a World Cup. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I think we, we're still going to get some cracking moments. Um, as I speak, Fiji are taking on, is it Wales? I think they're going to beat them. I mean, obviously, when you listen to this, the game, the result will already be out. I'm not watching. I'm recording the podcast. I don't know what's going on there. But Fiji are, they're a handful. You saw they beat England. You saw they beat England. At MKT Inspires, would love to hear... Your thoughts. All right, let's get into Man United, Jaden Sancho. Um, you know, a friend of ours, uh, Aristotle, while considering what a good state should look like and how big it should be, said the following. Law is order and good law is good order. So said Aristotle. Ancient Greek guy. He's a friend of ours. Listen, Eric Ten Hag, after the 3-1 loss to Arsenal on the 3rd of September 2023, said the following. Jaden Sancho, on his performance in training, was not selected. You have to reach a level at Man United. Those are the words of Eric Ten Hag after Manchester United lost 3-1 to Arsenal and Jaden Sancho didn't even make the bench. 50 minutes later, 5-0, 50 minutes later, after Ten Hag's statement, Jaden Sancho, in an incredible, something I have never seen before at a club of this size, Jaden Sancho went and released a social media across all of his platforms, all of his major ones anyway, the ones I've seen is Instagram, and it's still there, by the way, Instagram and Twitter. He re- 50 minutes later, this is unbelievable, 50 minutes after the press conference, He says, please don't believe everything you read. I will not allow people saying things that is complete, uh, saying things that is completely untrue. Um, I've conducted myself in training very well this week. Incredible. He went on to say, I believe there are other reasons for this matter that I won't go into. I've been the scapegoat for a long time, which isn't fair. All I want to do is play football with a smile on my face and contribute to my team. 
I respect all decisions that are made by the coaching staff. I play with fantastic players and grateful to do so, which I know every week is a challenge. I will continue to fight for this badge no matter what. Incredible. 50 minutes after your manager speaks. It's absolutely incredible. But here's Man United's problem, right? Under Ole Gunnar two years ago, they paid £73 million for Jaden Sanjo. And he's reportedly on £300,000 a week. On a deal that still has four years to run because they've got, he's got a year or there's an option to extend. So it's, it's three years, but it's really four years because there's an option on the end of the deal. Here's the big problem. And I tell people this all the time. You know how you know who to blame in an institution, right? It's who gets paid the most money. There's a reason the CEO makes the most money. People always go, I can't believe the CEO makes 100 times what the cleaner makes. And by the way, you will find, in terms of economics, you will find no one more liberal who who wants to push for a more socialist system in the world than me. Now, listen, I'm very well aware communist collectivization doesn't work. I used to irk Gareth Cliff with it. But in reality, capitalism is the most dynamic way to improve most most people's lives. It just is. But in capitalist reality in the Western world, there's a reason the CEO gets the most. You know why? It's not for when things are going well. What corporates like to do when things go wrong, they like to be very clear about who is to blame. Because money is portable power. Money is power. And for men, that's how we value ourselves. I know people think they're so enlightened. It's like, oh, you're more than that. But in the corporate working world, pay me the most. That's how men value themselves. I don't want to speak about women. I don't know how women... Please slide in the DMs at MKT Inspires. I don't know how women feel valued. But men, don't let them lie to you. It's money. The problem for Man United is Jaden Sancho makes more money than his manager. There's a reason Sir Alex Ferguson, you can go and look it up in his book. Sir Alex Ferguson, I don't know what year it was, but he started implementing in, his, in one of his contracts. I want to be the highest earner at the football club. So if you pay a guy, I match that highest earner. That was a clause in Sir Alex's contract. Because Sir Alex understood power. He said the manager has to be the most important person at the club. Now, those dynamics have changed slightly because he was he was one in a million. I think those dynamics have changed. But I think you have a chance to rebuild the club in the image of the manager. Because Man United aren't going to win the next five years. What you might as well do is lean into Eric Ten Hag. He was willing to kick Cristiano Ronaldo out. That tells you he's strong. Fergie was willing to kick Yapstam out, David Beckham out, Rudwan Isra out at their peak. All three of those guys were, Beckham was the biggest global star. He was never the best player in the world, but he was the biggest global star in terms of economics. Right? Rudwan Isra was the best finisher. He might be the best fox in the box in the history of European football outside of David Trezeguet. So maybe the second or the third best fox in the box striker right? at his peak. 
and Vanisroy has come out to say he regrets it, right? Let him go. These are guys at their peak. Beckham is Beckham. Vanisteroy and Stam at their peak. So you're seeing the kind of personality, that cult of personality where he says the standard is standard. Here's Man United and I'm the manager. I have to be most powerful. But Man United are in a tricky situation. But I think it's quite clear here that you have the opportunity to do something quite cool. Reset the culture. This thing of Harry Maguire saying, I don't have anything to prove. I'm not leaving. I want you to pay me my money. Scott McTominay, for whatever reason, turning that down. Whatever the reasons are, you can get to those. But I think player power has been a problem. It got rid of Mourinho. It got rid of Van Gaal. It got rid of Moyes. It's a problem. Problem. Kind of the troops. Telling the general what to do. You can't. If United don't banish Sancho now, Ten Hag is finished. Ten Hag is finished. Because of what it's going to tell Man United, in an already clearly poisonous dressing room, because they've gotten rid of three or four managers, is that Ten Hag has no power. Sancho has to go. It's an expensive mistake. But listen, if you think it's going to cost you now, do you understand what having to reset the culture and get a new manager again will do to you? It's a £70 million asset. Just write it off. No one cares. It's Man United. You're the biggest, you're the biggest financial juggernaut in world sport. Just do it. Just do it. Because if you don't, Remember earlier I said they're five years away? If you don't, you reset the five-year clock. You're five years away from competing now if you hand it over to Eric Ten Hag. If you don't, you reset the clock again. You get a new manager. It starts a new cycle. He's going to come in. Harry Maguire, realize he's not good enough. The poisonous players are going to get rid of him. And you're going to keep being Arsenal. And you're going to keep being what you've been the last 10 years. It's 10 years since Man United won the league trophy. Listen to that. It's absolutely insane. But I want to teach you a lesson about men. That Man United are going to learn now. And they're learning it with, they're learning it with Harry Maguire and they're learning it with Jaden Sancho. It's very difficult to tell men what to do after you've paid them. You know why? Because when you pay men, you affirm them. You affirm their behavior. You affirm their behavior. Because Jaden Sancho was trouble. Listen, he was late at Dortmund. He was, he, he, there was that uh, episode that came out where he said he was a scapegoat for things being said at Dortmund. So he already had this behavior at Dortmund. And then you paid 73 million pounds for him. And then you gave him 300,000 pounds. You know, in football, we all know each other. They all know each other. You knew what he was. And he knows you know what he is. But you were willing to overlook that, right? So you've affirmed him. Why would he change now? He's not changing now. You've paid me. You've affirmed my behavior. 
You have affirmed my behavior. You have to make the move to back it turn up. You have to. Listen, you've got to heal the club culture. Right? Because it's very simple. Here's why I say it's seminal. It's very, very simple. It's Man United or it's Jaden Sancho. That it's that clear now. Whatever they pick now, it will tell the Man United fans what they are thinking. Because if Jaden Sancho come next week, is welcome back into the club, isn't fined, isn't made to apologize, because he still hasn't taken down the social media post, by the way, then you know something's wrong. Then you know something's wrong, and you should be worried. It's player power versus Manchester United. It is your move, Manchester United. Slide of the DMs at MKT Inspires. What would you do with Jaden Sancho if you're a Manchester United fan? What should United do? What would you like to see? And I'd love to know from Man United fans on this one. What what has happened in the last decade? Is it the Glazers? Is it the spending? Should you have kept David Moyes? Would love to hear from you. At MKT Inspires. All right, let's get out of here on this one. Tato. Or Thartu. Good old Thartu. You can you can follow Thartu. He's the uh, you know his profile. Striking is the type of guy who who wants people to follow. I, I have to be honest. I'm not a hater. Thartu's the man there. You can see from his photo. I think he's a model. He's a very look, good looking guy. Yeah, you know, I'm comfortable enough with my sexuality. By the way, to say good looking dude. He's the man there. The glasses. The the jackets on point. It's crazy. It's fire. Oh Thartu. Good old Thartu. He's got. Oh, he's a model. He's a model for sure. I've, I've just clicked on his profile. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen. If I, I, I. Oh no! Wait. Hold on. His profile tells me he's a model with a crown. King model. Live performance student. Marketing graduate. So he's a graduate. Supports Man United and the Lakers. Shout out LeBron. So go follow Thartu. Especially if you, you, but 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 I'm looking at his profile. He's a classy model, like the Mandem. You know, he's a good-looking dude. So go and follow him. I would say um, at Benzo Junior, B E N Zero underscore, or if you're black like me, down dash Benzo B E N Z O down dash J N R. Let's add some followers to him. Because he's a model, the man's the man's trying to do better here, and he's a graduate, so he's also not a bum. Just because he's good looking, he's not he's not just relying on being good looking. The man's a graduate, he's not a bum. He's somebody who's doing serious things. Good for you, thought you, Benzo underscore down dash junior, B E N zero down dash J N R. Thought you says hi, M K T. I hope you're good. Thought you? I hope you're good too, my man. This is a question before the game, uh, before the Scotland game. It says, look, I know we're going to win today's game, but do you see us winning the Rugby World Cup with Willemse at 15 instead of Vili throughout the tournament? I'll be honest. I think it's a great question. No, I don't. Um, I didn't like Willemse's performance again today. The problem with Willemse when he comes in 
He doesn't give you what Vili gives you. Remember, Vili is a second fly half. What Vili gives you, and you saw today, you saw where Libok is. He plays off the cuff, right? But when Vili comes on, is he gives the game structure. So let's just say the pattern, I'll, 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 let, let me simplify it, right? If the pattern is the forwards hit twice, then we go wide, Vili will give you that shape, right? And he gets in the right position with the right depth. Liebok is always flat because he wants to jaw. So you saw in the first half, the Springboks dominated, but they couldn't get really go forward because there was no shape. And you saw Rusty had a conversation. If, you watch, if you're going to go and watch again, go watch that first 15 minutes of the second half. There was better shape. Liebok was improvising less. You saw how, many, how much more the forwards got involved and then the try came from that. And listen, the, 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 no-look, part, the no-look kick um, for Cheslin's try or was out of this world or was it Arinsa? I can't remember who scored that try it, it was unreal but that's not your job so no I don't think we can win with Willemsa but I think he played the B team today because I think in the big games I don't think Jasper Visa will start I think uh, I don't think Damien Willemsa will start but he knew they'd win today I think Pollard's going to come back we need Pollard back desperately Willemsa is less of a concern for me Liebok is not at this level. With that first half of domination against Scotland, we should have absolutely decimated them. I mean, go and look at the stats from the first half. We should have been, it should be 21 points, at least 28. But Liebok doesn't have a tactical kicking game. And when you're dominating the lineout, what, what Liebok should have been doing with that dominance, it's like, okay, when we were spreading it, Scotland were defending it quite well. Plan B, yes, it should be the up and under. Obviously, we play the percentage game. But the other thing is he doesn't have the ability to pin people in their own 22 or their own 10-meter line with just the kick that bounces out, right? That's where Pollard's got it. That's what the great Johnny Wilkinson did. That's what Dan Carter did. It's called putting your pack on the front foot. So when we were dominating, it's like, okay, even with that dominance, we don't have the game out wide at the moment. It's not clicking. It just wasn't there, right? Fine them in their corner because we're getting go forward ball and on third fourth phase you've got time to pick your kick if i'm honest pollard we need him back but no 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 Phillips at fullback ain't gonna work that ain't it because that ain't it that ain't it because his only thing is although he's a terrific stepper listen he's a terrific x-factor playmaker i love him off the bench but he doesn't give you the second fly half option Vili, even when he's playing fullback, comes into the line as uh, an option B receiver. And what it allows you to do with Vili, because he's so clever, when he goes into first receiver, it gets Mani Libok as second or third receiver. Now he's playmaking with a little bit more space. Because one of the things about being first receiver in rugby, um, might be getting a little technical here, but is that you, you actually need to be a facilitator there. You can't really be a playmaker. When you allow your your best playmakers to get outside and be second receiver, and maybe you drop it to them, and they've got an extra five meters, you might see Libok be a little bit better because Vili kind of takes on the pressure of actually decision making. Because I don't think Libok likes that. He likes to razzle dazzle. And as first receiver at ten, especially the way defenses are built now, you you have absolutely no time for that. So no, the answer to your question, Willem said fullback. Today was the B team. Vili will play in the big games. So absolutely not. If Damien Willemsa starts, we will not win this World Cup. 
and and you didn't ask this question, but Pollard has to come back. I'm so worried about what I saw today in a dominant performance by the Springboks that we only won 18-3. That's all on Leibok. It was a forget the missing the points, I, the whatever. I knew that he was going to do that, and I can't be a hypocrite. If you know something's coming, you're not allowed to be upset about it, right? That's the rule. What annoyed me was that with dominance in the first half, we didn't pin Scotland in their own half once. Like, just kick it out in their own 10 and then go forward and go and compete for the lineup. Didn't happen once. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I, I, I can't. I've got nothing personal against Leibok. He's not an international fly half. Sorry. You're not going to convince me otherwise. We need Pollard back. That is crucial. Pollard gives us shape and rhythm. Because if the tactic is pass to the forwards twice, they crash, and then we up and under, Pollard will play to that. Leibok today just felt like he was... It just feels like he's doing his thing. And if, if you're a real rugby analyst... They, they, they clipped his wings in the first 15 minutes of the second half. And you saw what happened when there was pattern. You know, people will say, why do you care about pattern so much? The great Johnny Wilkinson and Daniel Carter, you know why they were great and why pattern flyhouse, why I like pattern flyhouse and not playmakers at 10. So I don't like Carlos Spencer. I, I don't like at this, at this level. You are see that can work. The reason you need the number 10 to be consistent is that the whole team needs to know where the ball's going to be in four phases. Because at that level, by the way, those guys are planning five, six phases ahead, right? Because you must remember, in at, at international rugby, I mean, we were kind of doing this in school, but at that level, those guys aren't planning attack phases. They they have an attacking. You, you often hear an attacking game plan, and those attacking game plans, by the way. They plan eight, nine phases. They don't plan just like three phases and see how it goes, guys. No, they plan eight, nine phases. So it's an attacking game plan, a strategy as a whole. Obviously, the high-quality players adjust. But when your fly-half doesn't make the decisions and doesn't send the ball where it should go on the fourth phase, instead he sees an overlap and he does a skip pass, then... No, everybody's out of the way and there's turnovers and there's there's things because the pods aren't set up the way it should. People aren't where they should be because they weren't expecting the ball to go there. They are where they expected the move to be for fourth phase. And Leibok is clearly ad-libbing. Like, I'm sorry. At that level, I ain't going to cut it. I answered a question you didn't ask, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty heated about that first half. Oh, man. Should have picked Khosin. Unbelievable. And people all hate me for this, but whatever. Whatever. I thought Jesse Creel had a good game. All right. We're going to, we'll thought to, I think, good question. Going to get out here on that note. I hope you have the greatest week of your lives. Big training week starts, or big training eight weeks starts for me this week. So if you're on the health journey, um, I hope, um, hope you can just get consistent. Right, get consistent. It's spring. You might want to get that summer bod. You know, you still got some time. Still got some time. Still got two, three months. You know what I mean? Put the mimo- put the mimosas down. You know, put the strawberry daiquiri down. You can get back at it in December. Work hard. Get to the gym. Five a.m. Work hard. Get home. Eat clean chicken. No takeaways. Just do it for two months. You get the summer bod, and then you'll attract her or him. 
you know? And then, then, you're, then you're smiling. In December, you guys go into Mauritius? Or I, I don't know. You, you know, a lot of people who listen to the show are doing extremely well. By the way, congratulations. If you're doing your best, congratulations, because that's all we can ask. If you're doing your best to be better, that's all we can ask. That's all I, I think is reasonable. It's all about, life is all about, as my father used to say, reasonable expectations. Let's create some reasonable expectations. And I hope you have the greatest week in every sense. If you have a partner, I hope you and her, you and him, are ecstatic together this week. If you're working through some stuff, it happens. Hey, nothing's perfect. It's not the movies. But I hope you guys stay together. Hey, we can live together. We can live together. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the MKT Show. And for now, I am the hell out of here.